This is As of Late Podcast, it's your boy Titus, and we have a full house today. We have Wesley Madison, Jared Jamal, and we have DeMarta MC. What's going on with y'all? What's, what's up, what's up? Welcome, welcome. Sure, thank you How y'all feeling? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's so smooth with it. Cooling. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> thank you guys. Thank you guys for coming. The one thing I want to know off the bat, how did all you guys meet? Like, Who met each other first? Because y'all have a very, like... Tighten it, like even even how y'all talking to each other oh, yeah. and joking yeah. with each other. Oh, like, we homies for real. <laughs> yeah, I was like, y'all cousins or something. Me and Amari met when we was like what, fifteen, sixteen. Yep. Same. It wasn't a cute camp, but it was. <laughs> it, was <laughs> it was a camp. Yeah, I was, I was in a lot of camps. It was at a camp. Yeah. I was in a lot of camps when growing up. Yeah, it was was I was the same way. Y'all was at the same. YMCA basketball nah, camp. It was actually like a black male leadership alliance. Oh, YBM. YBM. But you oh yeah, I worked with YBM. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what it was. It was like a. A young black at the time, young black male leadership alliance. Okay, and they did. They had like a little summer camp. Was it UNCC, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so mm -hmm. we locked in that way. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, what about you and Wesley? I, I was part of that too, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Damari yet. Jared and I met in high school. Um, he was a year ahead of me, but um, I had a friend who connected me with Darius. Then Darius, yeah. Darius introduced me. Darius Lockhart. Introduced me to days. him because he was like, yo, they need a singer. You sing. And I was like, yeah, but I, I don't know how to do what they're doing. But they brought me in. He and Mark Spano brought me in to record a song with an artist. And I wrote it, right? I wrote, uh -huh. I wrote that one. <laughs> um, I wrote it, and then we recorded it. And they had, like, a booth set up at Jared's house and recorded it. And they were like, oh you can like actually do something so let's do some more stuff and mm. jared and i have kept making music together since then mm. and then he introduced me to you mm -hmm. um what like two years ago like not that long ago it was during really the not. during the pandemic right it was it like or was right it before, before the right before the pandemic oh so y'all kind of more recent do you remember mm -hmm. the birth it was like your birthday was, night right yeah it was on yeah <laughs> okay yeah 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 and then because yeah then you Helped for my listening party, and then the world got shut down. <laughs> yeah, so not that long, but you know, good people. Word, word. How did that affect y'all? Because uh, we, I mean, it's been a what, we're going on two years post. Mm -hmm. We can say post pandemic, but people still have it. It's just now it's vaccines for yeah. it, and people know that they can survive. Some of some people can still survive from it. Um, how did that affect y'all creativity wise when when that hit the fan? You talked about something that. You were, um, you know, setting in right before the pandemic hit. Um, how did that, for you um, and all of y'all, I'm going to question all of y'all, how did that affect y'all creatively? I don't think I was making beats at all. At mm. I was trying to quit. That was the plan. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's a fact. You going to retire on us? He's still that. talking about retirement. Wow. Yeah. I can't see you doing that, doing that dude. No. I can't. <laughs> I have like tweets from like five, six years ago about me planning to quit around this time. Mm. Like I've, I've all, that's always been the plan. What would make you quit though? What, would, what is the politics of it? Like is the politics of de dealing? Because I can't see you. the The passion of it, I feel like, is something that would never leave. Like creating wise, creating and putting it uh, down. So is it the politics? Is it dealing with people? It or? changes really. Like at one point, I just it fluctuates. What what makes you want to stop? Yeah. Mm. At one point, I didn't have a passion at all. I kind of knew it was coming because <laughs> I I'm quick to like 
change what I do. Like I used to draw. I stopped drawing. I was mm. nice at everything I've done. I was nice at. It. Oh, you one of those? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I get bored quick. Word. Like, um, that's crazy. You a guy given talent then doing getting so, bored making beats like nah. that. I'll, he I'll, says I'll, he's not talented. Yeah. He oh, says no. I oh, just. Oh my goodness. I don't like when people. I, I just like work at it. I feel like that's disrespectful. <laughs> don't compliment me. No, I feel like it's disrespectful. He's to like, say that. I work hard on my art. Mm. It's not talent. It's not natural. Anybody Wait, could do what why, I do. I think it's a talent. Really with in, that, I really put in sleepless nights. Like, yeah. Like, now it's a disrespect yeah. if you have that talent and don't put in sleepless nights. Yeah. But it still takes, I feel like, an ability. Everybody doesn't have that particular type of ear. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to work at that. Mm-hmm. Like, like Mike Tyson was naturally genetically able to knock niggas out, but it took training and skill to get him to the level to be a world champion. For sure. So I think it's a combination of both to a degree. I, I feel you though; it should be a disrespect because you do put the work in because you love it. It's something that you're passionate about. And so, yeah, I completely agree. It'd be the same with anything, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you with singing, you know, sure. people think you just sing. You can sing, but everybody can't sing good, you know. Like it takes work with that. I mean, mm-hmm. you probably vocal lessons and the different like tr- trying to hit different octaves. I mean, like that's an art, man. That's that shit's hard. It's like <laughs> just real quick, can we give her some flowers? All right, so we we was just at the um at the event this past weekend, right? I don't know the guy that you met from your school. He said that uh she just recently won like the talent show. Oh yeah for, at work. Oh, oh these, yeah. Like, like how big like was that? You know, Congrats, I just crazy. thank you. <laughs> Yeah, um, I can say this now because I'm leaving, but um, I've worked with Atrium Health for a few years, and they do a big talent show for all their employees every year, and you compete, and like they do a semifinal, and you get some money, and then they do the final, and you get some more money and a trophy and stuff, <laughs> so like the president of the hospital system, like he signed my picture and gave it to me in a frame and stuff, mm, and like I couldn't really talk about it on social media because like oh. I didn't, I don't talk about my job while i'm there yeah um but i'm out so yeah i did i won that and i'm not allowed to compete again (laughs) (laughs) one and done done. (laughs) that's what's up that's That's crazy Um, when did you begin writing yourself um so i probably my dad had like a little label with his homies when he was like in college. Um, I probably tapped in when I was like nine. Mm. So um, on the music when I was like nine to maybe like 11, 12. And then I went from just like uh, the music trying to be on some little bow wow shit, right? Mm. Shit. Word. To, uh, that was an era. Right, exactly, right? <laughs> to um, just like spoken word and poetry from like 12 to 17. Left high school, got back into the music. Mm. So yeah. Word. Yeah. Word. The poetry was a, more of a foundation for me though. Mm. Yeah. I didn't know he was rapping when we met. It was like we we low key kept in contact, and then he hit me one day because yeah. he knew that I had a studio built in the crib. Mm. And that's kind of how we reconnected. Yeah, because I think what I think I came through with BC. I sit on uh, yeah. y'all linked up. That's how we <laughs> met. Yeah, you, you pulled up with him. Yeah, Jared's house was a hot spot in like high school, right. early it was like, a lot college of rappers. days. Mm-hmm. Everybody who rapped in rappers. Charlotte was like, "Hey." <laughs> Coming through. Can I come over? <laughs> That's what's up. I made a lot of money in the summer just recording. Mm. So you know the whole probably like process of um, you know engineering and mixing. I wasn't um, good at the engineering. Thing. I could I can engineer, but I wasn't good at mixing. Like that wasn't mm. my thing. Is that something? Of course, you're probably better at now throughout time. Nah, nah. <laughs> I'm just, just like that's not gonna happen. <laughs> I like I like to tweak my beats to a point where 
the engineer that I that I used for mixing, they know what I'm going for, but that's all. I, I had to put in the same type of work as I did with my beats to do that. Right. I'm saying the same thing. I'd be saying the same thing as far as like artists like saying like I want to be able to do everything. Mm. And it's like yeah, maybe at a certain point in time, but like I want to be able you to give myself relax. that time to yeah. like that's hard. Lock in and be an expert at it, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'd rather I'd rather get with somebody and really kind of like they teach me what it is that they're doing, and I'm teaching them what I want it to sound like, mm. so that they can really. Yeah. Put their expertise because I, I don't have the time. Collaboration to learn that matters, man. People are passionate. Man, I feel like that's like a, a lost art sometimes. Yeah, like everybody wants yeah. to do everything like collab, yeah. like link up, partnerships. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't know. I used to want to learn to do everything, but then I realized there are people who are actually passionate about engineering, exactly. actually passionate about mixing. Yeah. I'm passionate about comping my vocals. I don't want to mm -hmm. mix the beat. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And and like how you said, it's a dying art, but it's a beautiful thing. And to get to certain levels, I mean, I, I talk about this with a lot of the artists on here. Teamwork makes a dream work. Because some of these artists um, that I have on here, they're already established. They already have their 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 ball rolling where they have their team, they have their managers, they have their engineers. And then some people are, you know, in a sense of trying to find that, yeah. trying to find that team. And being in the Charlotte community, um, the biggest thing that out here is that it's too clickish or I'm, I want somebody to help me. But like um, when I extend the olive branch, it, it doesn't get returned. And my advice for those people is, is stick with a core. Like because the problem like I was talking to um, my boy last week about or promise to God, um, a lot of people sometimes will jump ship on certain clicks. You know, like if it'd be like if y'all were consistent going to Jared's house and then y'all go to the summer and then he's building himself up. He's making the connections, and then it may it may take too long for y'all. Where y'all like, all right, I'm gonna go over here to Lighthouse Studios and like start messing with them. Sometimes that be the case, you know. You just gotta be persistent and believing in everybody's task, what they're doing. Right. You know, you you may not be that good in the beginning of making beats, but as you continue to build, you, I mean, you become great at it. And yeah. so you gotta you gotta believe in your teammates as well. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a that's a problem as well. Some sometimes people just don't want to wait. They'll have a team right in front of them. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes, if if the old expression, if it's a snake, it'll bit you. Right. Like right. the team be right there. They just don't mm -hmm. want to use the tools because they looking at they looking up there. They need to look down here. Mm -hmm. You looking up there. Sometimes you be like, man, I need to get right there. Who they got? <laughs> <laughs> well, who they got is charging about ten racks. Yeah. And so it's like you need to build it up with the home base. And so yeah, teamwork makes the dream work. Definitely. One hundred percent. I think it's important to like to find people who believe in you and who you believe in and respect what they're doing because then there's like a mutual we want to help each other mm -hmm. thing like if Jared was charging me to or I don't know if this is me if I'm airing it out but like if Jared was charging me <laughs> to record all those years in high school when he was charging everybody else I wouldn't have music mm -hmm. you know like I couldn't afford that but he was like well you're good and I want to help and we're I'm producing, so you, if you're eating, I'm eating. Like, these are mm. my beats, these are my songs. Yeah. You know, like, whatever I put out years from now, he's going to get a cut of it probably because I probably got some of his old stuff on there, you know? And mm. so, like, I think that <clears throat> sometimes people, like, are trying to convince people to, like, want to work with them or want to, you know, give them a hand or hear them out or whatever. But there mm. are people probably who already think what you're doing is cool. Yeah. And like if you both 
<laughs> Freshen up, break. Freshen up. Yeah, yeah, just a little, little halftime show. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, I think that if like if people fuck with you, they fuck with you, and you guys can mutually like, you know, help each other out. Like, that's I'm not gonna fuck. charge him for a feature because I want a feature from him. Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, mm. that's how I should be and bouncing back and forth. Yeah, and, and I'm not uh, saying don't don't make your money and charge what you're worth, but I'm just saying like there's community too. There's having a team. Because you all want to build together. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember watching a documentary where um, it was it was it was with Amir, who's the, the drummer for the Roots. How he was talking about how Quest at Electric Love. Ladyland, say again, Quest Love. Yeah, Quest, and um, he was talking about how in that same retrospect of being in a community, he was going in sessions back and forth, jumping on Erica's stuff, jumping on Jill's stuff, jumping on his own stuff with the Roots, like because like Dave That's had how so, it. So so queerians. That's how that happened. Mm, yeah. Because of that community, though. It starts with that. It starts mm-hmm. with that unity of just, like, having a team of cats. And, and not ne- not necessarily a team where you guys are doing everything together. But if if, if time is clicking and you guys are in the same area, then let's, hey, let's put this together. And, like, yeah, you get on these runs. Perfect yeah. example of that is this own. I mean, the, the track that you just came out with with VG, she's doing the runs on that. Like, you know, like, you got... You got that's a collaborative effort of of a lot of different artists that you find fond of. It was like, hey, let's get everybody on this jump, and it became, you know, like it's great, great, perfectly stewed. (laughs) (laughs) That's the perfect like example of something perfectly stewed from a community that you believe in. And how did how did that even like start? Was it was it to reach out to VVG first? Like who who did you reach out to first? I didn't even know VVG at all. Really? Dang, that's crazy. Everybody on that song I just met last year. What? Yeah. Dang, Not me that's crazy. <laughs> but um, they have you. They have a lot of warm energy to talk about you. Like even with Makeda, like I would have thought y'all known each other longer. Yeah, nah, we just got we just it was like an instant connection with me and her. So yeah. I, basically, I linked up with her because I knew her and Nigel were tight, and we, we were recording the same studio. Are we and talking about Nigel Hood? Nah, Nigel. Nigel okay, Nigel, Nigel that used to be with Titan. Yeah. Colorful noise. Okay, gotcha. So we were recording at the same studio. All of us were recording at the same studio. So I was kind of like getting hip to everybody who was coming through and, and the music. Mm-hmm. And I just DM'd Makeda one day. I was like, yo, you trying to be on this album I'm working on? <laughs> <laughs> I, I led with that. I know Nigel. I was like, you can you can get a song with Nigel. Mm-hmm. And she sent me an email. And I sent her a pack of like 10 beats maybe. Quick ten pack on that. And she she hit me back and she was like, "Can I get a solo song too?" <laughs> <laughs> yo, hook me up, yo. <laughs> I didn't expect all that because the people that I don't know yet, I'm like trying to sell myself off ribs. I didn't expect it to just be down like that. Mm. So the first session that we locked in on, uh, it was a song that's probably not gonna come out, but it, it came out pretty crazy. Mm. It's just not done yet. Mm. But, uh, we did that, and after that, I hit her. I made that beat, and I hit her. I was like, can you get this to VBG? Because I peeped that they did this other song. VBG's uh-huh. um, album, that's crazy. And at that point, I realized he can pretty much do anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's, he's not, he doesn't, he's not like, yeah, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So she sent it to him. I, I think they were just in the same in the studio at the same time she played it, mm. and she said he was down, and he did his verse, 
and it took like three sessions to get okay. it done. But it was pretty organic. I didn't. He finished the song. Really. I didn't. I didn't even mix it. He mixed it without <laughs> me. <laughs> he was like, "This is gonna be the one." Like, mm, yeah, it's right. a vibe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I can tell the energy of it is. Did it at the right season. Like it's, yeah. it's definitely that kind of stuff where you just put on in the car when you, you go into like a, a day trip or at a day party. You right. know, like oh, it's yeah. one of those things. Like I can see niggas doing electric slide too. <laughs> like. yeah, I was I, at that time, I'm not really making that type of music right now. But at that time, I was I was really outside. <laughs> so <laughs> I kept saying like I need to make something that makes Fine. me feel like. Like, like we outside? Yeah, you feel me? Yeah. Mm, that <laughs> feeling you get when it's like, you know, it's day nice, you got your outfit. Yeah. Weather weather ain't too hot, night too cold, but you know, you know, one of those type of feels, man. <laughs> Gives you that great feeling. Um I feel like yeah. that's mm-hmm. one of those songs that people pull up 20 years later and they're like, "Did y'all know they all know each other? Yeah. Did y'all know yeah. like, you mm-hmm. know, like the hip hop legends that we look at and it's like yo this is their first song together back when they were they were all sleeping on so-and-so's floor or whatever like Mm -hmm. yeah i mean that's how it be that's how it be though when you look at some of these cliques that are in hip-hop like they started together like you know they all know each other yeah i mean what we were just talking about with like quest and and like and with the roots and with badu and like um watching something else like that's how the whole first season of the guests of Chappelle show came because of like the camaraderie they had with Dave, he was in those sessions to mm-hmm. where like he got yeah. cool with them and they were like, yo, like he said, I needed like musical guests. I just got all my friends. He was like to do it for the whole first season. If he said, if you notice, it's all my friends, the people that I'm really cool with. Mm-hmm. Even Ye, like at that time, like they're still cool, but they were like, he got introduced to him through his friend, which was, um, I'm not Quest Love, but um, what's Buddy's name? Part of Black Star. Um, Talib, but yeah, Talib. Not Talib either. So, most Def. Most Def. Yeah, most Def. Yeah, yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, he did that. Um, that freestyle Close. on the Chappelle. Close yeah. Wow. yeah, 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 yeah. That I got that on my playlist. That's a perfect song. That's one. Classic. That comes on like once a week in my car. That's one of the only rap songs. What now? That I say is perfect, like from start to finish. Mm. No flaws. <laughs> yeah. Tough. I feel yeah, that's tough. That's that's a huge compliment. I, I, sure. Some perfect. Um, what's my boy name? Q Tip made a perfect song like you. Like I feel like you is a perfect song. You know what I'm talking about? Which one is that? You, uh, with Q Tip. What what album is it on? Uh, it's on his solo album. Remember, remember when he came like with vibrant thing and I stuff? Yeah. Mm. I'm a big Q Tip fan, so I'm I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, I don't know which one that is. Go back, go back to that. I'm gonna send it to you after this. Like this, that's one of my favorite songs of his. Um, dealing with like you being a big Q-Tip fan, let's go into influences with all of y'all. I mean, like who are some of the people that I know? You're a huge like. You're one of your influences is Dilla. You know when when you when you think of like even the the energy of who you are. Like <laughs> you had that kind Dilla of like. Dilla was born the day after me. That's crazy. Got that Aquarius. Mm. Dilla that's that's probably why that, that energy is. Just, <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. makes a lot of sense. <laughs> if you listen to Dilla's albums when he's rapping, a lot of people don't realize he was a rapper producer, but he sounds yeah, just like I would, how I talk on a daily when I'm with like the people that I know. For, he sounds just like that. That's what inspired Ye to do it. Like that that it was because Ye like he looks up to him not just from production wise, but he knew that it was possible to do both, both from yeah. Dilla. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of people don't know that though. But we know that as an influence. What about who? Who are some other influences for you guys? That I was about to say, I know. Like coming up, my pops was always bumping like some trap shit or some hip hop shit, right? And then my mom, uh, 
she always had like neo soul so mm. i could go from like a jeezy to erica ti to jill scott you know what mm. i'm saying like real Very fast. Real so yeah that's my like, i think that's where mine come from for real mm. that yeah. neo soul still still got to bounce though you yeah. know what i'm saying like, yeah for me it was um like growing up it was mariah carey luther vandross mm. celine dion mm. but then like my cousins, I would get music for my cousins, and I had like Usher, mm. and Usher had a good run. Yeah, and <laughs> still like still has a run. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he really proved that recently. Hell yeah, <laughs> that album, I like, I had to replace it. It was so scratched from spinning in my the Confessions album mm. from spinning in my CD changer. Yeah. It didn't play anymore. Um, and NDRE, um, mm. my Probably. my dad Legend. loved NDRE, and um, the first song mm. that we ever did together, I came in and. They were playing the beat for me, and they were like, "Do you think you could write a hook for this?" And I was like, "This sounds like NDRE." And they were like, "And I was like, this sounds like Brown Skin." And they were like, "How did you know that?" Like it was flipped. It wasn't like, it wasn't. Yeah, chopped it like. Yeah. Like, like, mm. <laughs> Word. They were like, "There's no way that you knew that," and I was like, "I'm in now." <laughs> <laughs> it has begun. <laughs> yeah. That's so. Word, that's what's up. Those are great influences. I've only briefly got to know you and through the process of, um, through DM, of listening to some of your music. You have a very rich voice. Thank you. Um, it reminds me of, because um, I'm very big when it comes to, like, singing. Even though I can't sing, like, I'm really picky on it. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I really study that You shit. like singers who sing. Yeah, like, I really study it. I mean, like, even, even the ones that don't necessarily sing, like, being able to find that that tone that's right with you Mm -hmm. and you reminded me a lot when it comes to the style of how you sing how rich your voice is of um like tony braxton like brack and i say that in a sense of like you don't have the same tone but i feel like tony braxton is in my top five because of how she's in her tone so rich Mm. like she does what she does very well she's very good at what she does like when she does hit those notes yeah and so you reminded me of that and a lot of similarities of um not the not y'all's music but your tone of like how you can be rich in that wow thank you Mm. yeah as a like i've been singing my whole life and as a younger kid i was always worried that like I didn't have a very unique voice like I wasn't like an Adele or like a you know you hear it on the radio and you know who that is Mm. immediately Whitney Houston whoever Um, but I feel like now as I'm getting older I'm kind of finding my sound where I'm trying to get there to where like I have a distinct you know like you can do different types of music but people recognize you and that's what they come for Mm. you know so thank you I was about to say, that must have came with time because you can definitely separate it. I mean, you can tell now the separation. Like, you've made your voice. Thank you. It's not sounding like anybody else's or anything like that. Cool. Doing my best. (laughs) Definitely a vibe. Definitely some roll the windows down. Hey. Summer night. (laughs) Definitely. I like like the groove of it. Thank you. Um, Songwriting. Well, both of y'all. And I mean, I mean, even with you being a producer yourself, is that something that you've dabbled in where you'll throw people a hook here I'm, or there? I'm real hands on, but it, I, it has to be like in the moment because I, I beg him to throw me a hook. You know, <laughs> if, if, if it's not on the spot, it's not happening. Mm. <laughs> I feel you. Were there ever any dreams of you doing like, you know, just full on like having a rap, like a whole rap album? You just spitting like. Oh boy! The whole, the whole, the whole neighborhood I'd, I'd has been trying to get some rap out of him for like a I, decade. I, 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 I got like 
Drake songs. Look, he's getting red out here. Like, he got, he got <laughs> something in the nah, bag. It's, it's there. It's just, it's never come. It was like old. Really? Just because. <laughs> I feel like you should put it out just because. Nah, nah, nah. I did think about it at one point, like when I retired, I had like a whole retirement thing that I was going to do. I was going to put out a, a producer album, mm. which is what I'm doing now. Then I was going to put out a rap album with, with me rapping. Mm. Yeah. I think but I was going to change my voice. I don't want nobody to know. <laughs> like, like some J. Cole, what was it? Like, like kill Edward? Yeah, I was going to get alias and everything. That's so what's, that'd be dope as hell. Drop a project with an unknown rapper. We need to have an intervention. <laughs> yeah, that'd be dope, though, man. But I say that, um, getting back to what I was saying with songwriting, um, what is the process for y'all when it comes to the art of songwriting? Because there's an art in that. Um, how 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 do I word it in the sense of? Because I, I find it that sometimes people get too open and and then they make their songwriting their therapy. Um, how do you find that balance of to be transparent, but at the same time, um, separate the two to where you leave, you're not leaving it in the booth, you know, cause sometimes it gets emotional. Some of these tracks that you're singing and, and rapping, um, do you go to therapy? Um, do you separate the two? Cause a lot of artists I find their booth is the therapy session. Mm. And so do you guys have that separation? Like, mm. Honestly, nah, and I, for me, nah, and I think within the probably the last year and a half, I've been um, more intentional about uh, making the music more relatable in that sense, because mm. the music is therapy for me every time, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. And I, I feel like I, I got to fall in love with it first, and if somebody happened to like fuck with it outside of that, then I appreciate it, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, but I had to get out of that a little bit, because we still are uh, stepping into the music business, right? And um, you still want people to just like fuck with the music in general, so you want to make sure that that is relatable um, in some type of sense. So uh, I would say for me, it has been a little challenging um, trying to get out of my head more. You know mm, what I'm saying? Like yeah. trying to, because I'm so like tapped into like what I need to do or like you know what what I've been going through or whatever, right? But it's like um, everybody, in a sense, we we be going through the same things and in different, you know, from different different forms and fashion, right? Yeah. So it's like uh, just be a, being a little more broad. Sometimes it could just be as simple as a. Uh, Instead of um, just saying like you, right? Like um, re replacing, like uh, the replacing the uh, what am I saying? Am I looking for like the uh, just a word the, like you to yeah, me or something? Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, something exactly. Simple like that. It could just be that simple, depending on what you're writing about or whatever. So mm. um, that's what I would say. But I, I've been trying to master that more within the last like year and a half. I feel like I, I had a struggle with it for a long time. Mm. Um, you know, being so introspective with it. You feel me? Yeah. So right. yeah. Mm. What about you, Wesley? For me, I'm not in therapy. I believe in therapy. Mm -hmm. I'm, um, I've worked in mental health for the last three years. I'm trying to get up out of there. I'm going to law school. <laughs> but word, word. Um, for me, I think that the process of creating is what's therapeutic. Mm. Um, but I always say, like, I write about stuff that's true. I don't necessarily write about my life. So, like, it's true to someone mm. somewhere. Okay. That's real. Um, that's real. I like that. But I find it really difficult to write honestly about things that I'm currently going through. Like, I can make a much better song about a situation I used to be in than something I'm in right now. Because I feel like I'm more inclined to write about how I want it to be or how I remember it being or how I wish it was mm. than, like, the shitty situation I'm in right now. Or even, like, I'm in a relationship now and sometimes I find it hard to write, like, a good love song. I'm like, damn, I... 
I, mm. when I was using my imagination, like <laughs> I was just making stuff up for someone else, you know, like, and I, I don't know. I think maybe there's like a level of vulnerability to like expressing myself and being like, no, this is like a snapshot of my life right now. Mm. I haven't dabbled in that as much. I'm, I'm getting into it sort of right now, but I also like, I don't know. I like a fantasy. Like I, I'm, I just the other day was writing a cheating song. I'm not cheating. <laughs> <laughs> like, you she know? said I'm good out here in these streets. Yeah, I'm, I'm on my best behavior, but that's not fun. Like, don't nobody mm. want to hear about that. We want to hear about the mess and the, you know. Yeah. We want to hear about being outside. So, <laughs> yeah, but I I think just the process of like getting in the zone and especially creating with other people, um, but just like making something and being proud of it that I find really therapeutic. Mm. And, um, you know, for me, it's a lot of times it's about the melody first anyway. So it's like, how does the melody make me feel? And then like, I will put words that I think sound good mm. to it later. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, uh, like we got into a disagreement <laughs> about whether or not like sad songs make you sad. And I was like, no, like, if the beat is good and the lyrics are sad, I'm not going to be sad. I'm moved by like sonically. I'm moved, like, I will cry to a song because it's sonically moving more than I will cry because like the lyrics really touched me. Yeah. So. The weekend. I mean, he, he, <laughs> if you listen to some of his lyrics, they're very dark. Right. I mean, but and he I'm puts like, them on like, I'm the, one, I'm the one who does the lyrical breakdowns. I was, when we was uh, riding the other day, I was talking, I was, uh, I put him on this Rex Live Ride song. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. It's like his album just came out as fire. Okay. It's like the darkest song. It wasn't even dark. It's just like real vulnerable. I was like, mm. I was like, like this the one, real, this yeah. the one that you gotta play is gonna make you want to listen to the whole album. Mm. 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 Okay, I have to look into that because yeah, I think yeah. it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that's a new. Um, I can't even say new, but I feel like it's because history repeats itself and stuff comes back into full motion. I've found myself, um, especially with the industry, seeing more of that, I guess, because it's hot where you have people having these vulnerability moments on these higher pitch type of beats. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because they're trying to meet the best of both worlds. They want to cross over. But at the same time, I mean, as I was talking to Promise last time, um, it's unfortunate, but vulnerability sales like mental health sales like and it's particularly the past like half decade some people are really going through stuff going through pains and i i do think some people cashed in on that to where it's like now that that's selling you have like the industry is trying to meet that balance of giving people that um how do you guys be an artist um because i know you hear you'll you'll hear chatter of like maybe you should do this or you should do that how do you guys stay in y'all's lane so perfectly on what y'all do and 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 stay in a tunnel vision if you will of not you know feeding the noise and, and not doing stuff because of trends and something of that magnitude i don't know i don't know if i have the answer to that because i like i like a lot of stuff and mm. like like the two songs that i just put out that i think you were listening to that's not my genre you know, and that's not the artist that I collaborated with genre either. Mm. Um, it's more like house. I'm more like pop R&B. Um, 
but it was like so fun and so and obviously now everybody and their mom is doing house stuff mm. and beyonce and drake and i'm sure people yeah. people in the lab right now are trying to make the next okay never mind honestly never mind what's it called honestly never mind yeah I think that um but i think that that's cool because like especially with that genre in particular like it's always been a black genre but i think like black people didn't always recognize that mm -hmm. so i think it's cool to like reclaim some of that and and have fun yeah and like yeah we can dance yeah we are in the club too and i think that um we're starting to see more kind of like sharing of stuff that wouldn't necessarily be mainstream probably because of social media mm. and people are discovering things that they haven't heard before and you know tiktok has remixes of songs everybody knows but it's yeah. like you know a different vibe of the remix and so i think that's really cool but i think like at the heart of it all though it has to like resonate with you like mm. if you think it's corny don't do it if you mm. think like like there are certain things that I don't do not because I don't like that type of stuff, but because I think I sound disingenuous on it. Mm. Like I'm not going to be a Kendrick Lamar because that is silly. Like I'm not, <laughs> I don't have the, like the persona or the swagger to be that type of like hard hip hop. You know what I mean? Mm. It doesn't mean I can't rap a little, mm. but like, <laughs> hey, don't, hey don't get too don't get too excited can we get the beat going right <laughs> jared jared if i start getting a little bit too like speak singing he's like hey you think you doja cat or he's like, <laughs> like uh-uh you sound like kehlani when she be rapping oh. <laughs> he's like stick stick to what you know <laughs> but yeah i think that like i think it's fun to try different things and be like i don't ever want to feel like i have to be boxed into a specific like genre typecast even like yeah um but i also don't want people to be like what the hell is this who is this you know mm. like i feel like you have to still bring what makes you unique to mm. whatever it is that you're doing yeah definitely yeah bring you into that genre um mm -hmm. and even like with those songs like I wouldn't I didn't feel like like you were doing something out like mm -hmm. outside of the norm. Like you were in that lane. Like that was just you in that lane. Like it wasn't like you were reaching. Yeah. And so like I see what you're saying cuz sometimes people do be reaching and it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't feel as organic. Mm -hmm. You know, um Kid Cudi like doing like rock like that that was kind of organic to me. I expected that cuz yeah. he already came in as like a fusion type of artist. Where he was mixing, he was trying to mix different samples and, and stuff like that. Yeah, um, it made sense. If if little baby did that, <laughs> I don't know if people would accept that as yeah. much. You know what I'm saying? I think it's probably helpful for any artist that writes their own stuff if whatever they do, they're writing their own stuff because like if you're gonna see kind of their personality, like you're gonna see the things that they tend to do with their music is gonna carry through, even if they're doing something completely different. Does that make sense? Like, mm -hmm. you know, certain, there's certain like riffs that certain singers tend to kind of like go toward, certain like chord progressions and stuff like that. And you can carry what makes you unique if you're in control of your own music. You can take a beat and get on it and sing something that sounds totally like something that you would do. Versus if someone gives you a song, I don't know if, obviously you could put your own spin on it, but I don't know 
how like true to kind of your vibe you can be. Word. Yeah. Jared, are you um do you do instrumentation? Yeah. My like, well. So my process is basically Sometimes I'm flipping a sample that's just in my head. I hear I don't do no sample searching because really? it takes way too long. Mm, yeah, <laughs> so it can I, be. I either hear a sample in my head that I'm just thinking about that day, or it'll just pop up some kind of melody or whatever, and I'll uh, hum it in, in my phone or some voice memos, go to the crib, because I might not even be there. I'll go to the crib, mm. lay, lay down like a quick skeleton get back to it when I feel like it. I might finish it for that moment in, mm. on the spot, but usually I don't. I just, I got to get it out. That's the whole point. It's like, I, I got to get the idea out before I lose it because I don't know what it's going to turn into. Word. So after that, uh, I got a piano player in Greensboro that I pulled up on, which that's what we did with the single that just came out. I pulled up on him and he basically replayed what I already played. Mm. And I stripped it down, went back home and added some things, rearranged it, and then that's what we got. Word. <laughs> so I do that with about everything that I make. Okay. So even even in that, um, like you you just mentioned, the piano player, you have your team of cats that you, you know, that you. Nah, feel it's, it's just him. Just him. <laughs> well, not not even not even like with that, but you have somebody that you feel like you can talk to and be like, "Yo, bro, I'm gonna throw this at you." Yes, yeah, it's, it's a few. I I, I do more. Session musicians, anything. I don't mm. like collabing. I, I don't even like that word, collabing. <laughs> it's weird. What? Why? Is it because it's, it's an the, the idea is just, I have my thing that I'm trying to do. Mm. And if somebody gets in the way of that, then I'm not going to like it anymore. We mm. got to be in the same, in the same space. Yeah. Same wave. Yeah. yeah. Too many cooks in the kitchen. So the starting point yeah, of the creation cool. matters. Yeah. Because yeah. I do feel you on that. If, it, mm. if we're not in the same space, if we don't, like the same music, have the same influences all together, because that's what he is. Mm. It's it's the easiest to work with him. Mm. Or who's the who's the easiest um, rapper that you've dealt with? Uh, probably Demar. That's what I. That's I don't, what I, I don't I tell him nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't tell him. I nothing. was just about to say, don't say him either. <laughs> yeah, Outside of the people at this table. Besides man. him. <laughs> I don't tell him. I, usually, I send the beat. Marquis still is nice too. He's he's out of uh, Durham. Mm, okay. we, we got a few joints. Um, he's working on an album right now too that I got a couple joints on. Mm. But yeah, I don't tell him nothing either. He just it's just that yeah. symmetry, that <laughs> chemistry. Yeah. He, he just sent me something that was crazy. But I don't. I'll send you something, especially if we're not like in the same place. I'll send you something, send it back if I like it. And, I tell you, I'm I'm real honest about how I feel. Mm. And everybody who's working with sure. me knows that. <laughs> it's horrible. I, 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 if I don't like it, I'll tell you it's trash. I mean, I, I'll tell you honestly, I I'll mean, tell you to rewrite you. the verse, rewrite the song. He'll yeah. ask you, do you think it's good? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, you want the truth? I'm brutally honest. Yeah, I mean, that's what it but takes. If you're trying to make a good product. Right, in most right. situations, if, if I think you're actually good at what you do, that's why I'm telling you. Mm. Like you're not gonna tell someone who's always gonna be trash that their shit is trash. I'll tell you. I'm like, I'm gonna be honest about how I feel about the song. <laughs> I'm not interested in working with you if if I don't think you're good at what you do. Mm. 
So what if you've never heard what they've done yet, and then they look you up and just like, hey, like, or what if so? What if Wesley vouched for somebody you never heard them? Would you Would you be like, all right, they got to be halfway decent if Wesley is oh, trying to do my research? Okay. <laughs> oh, they, don't, they don't have anything out. Else. They don't got nothing out. They There's nothing, nothing out. out. They're new. We gotta, we gotta figure something out. <laughs> we gonna bring I'll, them into the studio for a test. I'll tell you my price before anything. Oh, okay. But yeah, everybody I work with, I I know their music before we even start talking about anything. Mm. At least. Right. So you're already kind of like a fan of what they do, in a yeah. sense. Or like you if I'm not, what they if doing. I'm not, then I'm still gonna I'm gonna listen to what you have. Mm. I'll do my research before anything. You know what you're getting into. Yeah. Yeah. That's in general, just in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Are all of y'all from Charlotte? Where are y'all from? I'm born and raised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm from the west side. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know you say you're from there too, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. East side of it. Been here since I was three. Okay. Yeah, you from Charlotte. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three. <laughs> I've been here since I was four, three or four. I was oh, born right. in Connecticut. All right. I came here. Hartford? Bridgeport. Bridgeport? Norwalk. I was born in Norwalk Hospital. It's real dangerous <laughs> over there. Bridgeport is not that much better, but it's, it's, it's the closest thing to Norwalk. You talking about the neighborhood or the hospital? <laughs> Both. Deadly <laughs> <laughs> doctors Both. over there. I, I tell you what, there's nothing in Connecticut to see out there. <laughs> well Drive straight Damn. through that city. Huh? Oh, All the state. people from New Haven just clicked off. <laughs> <laughs> Screw this guy. <laughs> but, uh, I moved here in like 99, 98, 99 on the east side. And then after that, I was, we moved to the north side, me and my mom, Word. my brother. And that's, that's where I've been ever since. That's what's up. How have y'all liked the um, progression of, let's just stick with the music, musical scene wise, um, how have y'all liked the progression of Charlotte? What is what has changed in this time of being here that um, you've liked, and what still needs work? Mm. It's interesting. I don't know. I personally like the progression. I feel like too. I was like on the on the music heavy with my homies from school, so I was doing it more with them than I was with people on the Charlotte scene. I feel mm. like right. Um, but I I think I always used to tell people like stick around in the city because the wave is about to like happen. That was mm. like before baby, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it you was could like feel yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Like you, you could just feel it or just people being more willing to like tap in with each other. I feel like that could happen even more. Um and that's why I apply him for like what he doing, just like with this project in general of of, of wanting to uh to showcase that that like we can link. You know what I'm set saying? Set a good time, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Set a set a perfect time. Um but mm. I, I think that can happen more. But it always can, right? Like we could always Link up more. Um, mm-hmm. Just being more intentional about connecting, for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think we're in a good space, for the most part. Yeah. I didn't really know about the Charlotte music scene until I came home from college. Like, mm-hmm. it was just us. And I knew he was working with other people and was in, like, a couple sessions with other people. But I was like, I don't really know. I don't really know what's going on in Charlotte. And then I came back, and I started hanging out some of the places, you know, old enough to drink and stuff. And mm. so hanging out at, like, Charlotte venues and was like, oh, shit, there's, like, a lot of us. Um, mm. But I feel like one thing that's di- – so I went to school in New York, and I feel like one thing that's different about Charlotte versus a place like New York is people do not shut up about what it is that they do mm. in, <laughs> in New York. And it can be annoying, but it's also great because – you can just have met someone and next week you need 
a piano player and you're like yo that guy who gave me his instagram last week he didn't stop talking about the fact that he plays the piano and he's mm. in a band and blah 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 and i feel like people are eager to network and they're eager to um connect and to just to like brag about like what it is that they bring to the table mm. and i feel like here people are sometimes like a lot more low-key like you can meet someone mad times and you don't know that they're pretty successful like <laughs> rapper or whatever mm -hmm. and i don't even know if it's like a humility thing i think it's more of just a like maybe people are like don't nobody care about that like i'm not sure what it is but ha like have you noticed that like it's like somebody has to somebody who knows them has to introduce you and be like yeah they sing and i'm guilty of it too like i'm not like hi i'm wesley i'm a singer mm. you know i'm like hi i'm wesley i work at the hospital like yeah. and i think that i don't know if we like plug ourselves as much as we could or should yeah i feel like it's the south and niggas just be chilling like <laughs> yeah. for one but then thinking about how big new york is it's like you you can't just, be chilling. Yeah, just from You'll being be there forgotten. recently, right? Yeah, like you gotta kind of like stand out a little bit more. So that's probably what that is. I do feel like we could be a little more, mm -hmm. yeah, on it though. Yeah. I think it's a Charlotte thing. Um, yeah. Atlanta's not like that. Um, no, it's not. Miami's True. not like that. Okay. Um, okay, I think I think the stigma being somebody, and you you would notice as well. I think Charlotte has been a underdog type of city so much sure. when it comes to its own not getting support from its own that a lot of us have a a stigma of like all right mm -hmm. like if 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 somebody finds me somebody finds me if 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 not because everybody came into this thing wide out like babies like mm -hmm. i'm a little bit older than y'all so it's like everybody was in it like hey like i do this i do that i do this and do that mm -hmm. um i think people got tired of that got tired of like getting passed over yeah. um again got tired of these radio promoters passing them over got mm -hmm. tired of these venues passing them over and paying for these so-and-so artists um and and looked at it where it's like you know what i'm gonna go out of the state i'm gonna go out of state and do my own thing or you know what i'm just gonna mess with my clique because at least my clique believes in me so mm -hmm. it, it is kind of like you gotta know somebody know somebody and know that they're doing something because yeah. i don't think i think the artists have been so hurt here mm -hmm. i ain't gonna say they don't believe in themselves but they just don't think people care i do think that's true i feel like we're now coming to a place where like no matter what level that you're at people are like oh you make music that's cool mm -hmm. i feel like before at least for me people were like oh do you like yeah for me i was kind of i was was kind of a like let me be quiet let me kind of move in silence and then like people will have no choice but to respect what i do because i'm successful at it versus people like supporting from the ground up and that's that's just like me like i remember even as a kid i'd be like yeah i act and they'd be like what do you act in you mm. say i act in atlanta they're like oh great because um we're shooting a short film next weekend and we need somebody to mm. blah 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 you know like i feel like people respect like the grind of it and the art of it more than like oh are you on spotify do you have as many followers as j cole he's from north carolina mm -hmm. like so i think now like the culture here is starting to kind of shift and like it's popular to be on social media it's popular to be like a tiktoker or whatever i got made fun of for being on vine like and so i think that like now so many creatives are in charlotte and so many of them also are doing well and doing cool events around town we have mm -hmm. like black market they're really like pushing this the culture of the city mm -hmm. and stuff and so yeah, yeah and so i think that um yeah like that whole strip at camp north End, yeah. like um 
so i i think that's cool to see and there's more like right like yeah. it's like cool to be an artist now yeah. but i don't you feel like it own. was always cool to right. to be an artist unless you were j cole yeah i mean and then even with that i mean it was the early years of um even the mainstream artists because of just the in how we are um not even supporting them a lot of the mainstream artists would pass over us they like a lot of cats had to go to greensboro see cole Mm-hmm. Or Asheville. A lot of these artists would rather go to Asheville or, or Greens. They just now really coming back to like some of these guys that I wanted to see anyway yeah. coming to Charlotte. All right, I guess that's we'll come up with That always baffled me. I was like, mm-hmm. Asheville, aren't they yeah. small? No, that's, <laughs> that's a combination. It's the Coliseum, like the Coliseum yeah. in Greensboro, is, is the biggest amongst like the whole state. So that's why they do that. Yeah, it's bigger than Spectrum. Yeah, like you can't you can't make the type of money in Charlotte that you can in Greensboro because of that fact. Mm. If you're a big artist. Mm. I did not know that. Was but somebody explained Asheville to me because you playing Asheville because you like Asheville. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going where it makes sense financially. Mm. Usually, yeah. I mean, looking where their streams are and stuff, I guess. Yeah. But I also think that people who aren't from North Carolina, they don't know. Like, they know, like, oh, if we play in a city in North Carolina, people from all over North Carolina will come to that show, right? Mm. They don't necessarily know what's the best city you know they they don't they think raleigh's pronounced rally like they don't know the state and so if it's not the capital or it's not the city that has the most streams um for their fan like their biggest fan base um then i think sometimes it's just like let's pick a city with a good venue and they'll come you know Mm. because people come from south carolina they come from tennessee they come from wherever so i think sometimes it's just like charlotte not necessarily being like Charlotte now is more on the radar for people who are not from here mm. where they're like, Oh yeah. When we go to Georgia, we'll go to Atlanta. When we go to North Carolina, we'll go to Charlotte. But it wasn't always like that. Yeah. And, and to Jared's point, um, yeah, I do. I'm, I'm a combination of both because definitely analytics. Like mm-hmm. that's how you, that's how you know how to tour, get the right amount of merch for these spots. I completely agree. Some of these cats know we here in Charlotte. They passing over. <laughs> they passing over us because of the history they had. Like I remember, like back in the day, it was it was a time like Jay Z would not come to Charlotte because back in the day that nigga got a champagne bottle thrown at him at a club. He ain't been back since. I didn't know. And that. so it's like dealing came, with. He came to Charlotte. How long ago was that? This was this is when my brother was. He's seventy eight. So this was like. 90. Your brother? Oh, <laughs> like, like, yeah, it's like 90. <laughs> but the last time he, the last time he came, he came for the Magna Carta. For, yeah, for the Magna Carta. That was there. years before, like years up yeah. until that point where yeah. he was probably like, "All right, I can come." Like, <laughs> well, I saw Mrs. Carter and Robin Thicke when I was a child here in Charlotte. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I seen Robin Thicke a couple times here. Um, walking around the streets and going that's a whole nother story like, that. <laughs> I ain't gonna He's get into that like, we'll get into the Robin stories yeah. <laughs> off, ca- off camera offline I ain't gonna put that man business out there but <laughs> he been in these streets hard like Robin was in these streets hard but um, what what about you in the sense of going back to the Charlotte question what are some things that you've enjoyed to see progression wise and what are some things that still needs to work still needs work um, for me it's been kind of cool cause I wasn't like deep in the scene, but I was. I knew a lot about what was going on. So I saw Mavi, I saw his whole growth as like coming up. Mm. Uh, when Luke was in Forever FC, I saw that whole growth and him signing. Uh, I knew who Elevator was. I knew who Jamonte was. Mm-hmm. So I knew who everybody was. The baby when the baby was 
really nobody just selling CDs mm-hmm. at gas stations. Yeah. I knew who, like, me and his people were cool because mm-hmm. we, we came up on the same side. Um, so, yeah, that's been cool to watch, but I feel like everybody is kind of in their own world, so it's hard to, as a producer, it's hard to work with the people that I just want to work with. Mm. Okay. Well, I mean, you're breaking that you're breaking that with. I mean, you're working with people you want to work a, with. It's with a this. slow process. Yeah, <laughs> you're starting. You're starting. You're climbing up that mountain. Though, you're climbing up that mountain. I mean, like very. How many? Um, maybe one. Excuse me, two. Um, when it comes to a producer from here making a compilation like how you're doing, I can't make. I can right now. Like I can't think of nobody doing that. Uh, so Polly, off the top of my head, Polly grew up working on something right now. Okay, I, I don't know if he's producing. Like I was gonna say, I can consider him all, a DJ. I'm the one who's doing all the music and bringing everybody together, session musicians, whatever I need mm. to to get the music right. I'm the one who's doing all that. I I think I don't know if he makes beats or not, but I, I think he's like collabing with other producers to get the music together. Mm. Yeah, and and shout out to 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 Pauly, DJ Pauly. Um, yeah, he's all around. But yeah. I'm talking about. In there. Yeah, I don't think like, anybody <laughs> like doing that, yeah, like the whole process. Like it's a little overwhelming. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, it can be a lot. How do you balance all that? All these different personalities that you're dealing with, and, you know, pe- piecing I mean, this masterpiece all I, together. I take, I take a lot of time to myself. <laughs> I do a lot of complaining. A lot of complaining. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Heavy on the complaining. Extra complaining. A little more time to myself. But, uh, for the most part, I'm, I really just like, I just try to make as much music as possible when I feel it. Mm. So I'm not thinking too much on how I'm going to get it done, who I want, what song, how it's going to come together. Because if I feel like it's going to work for somebody in particular, then I'll figure out how to make it work. If not, then somebody. Like uh, Lillian Blanche, who who just who was at the promise show, me and her about to do something too, and that mm. came like super again. That'll be dope. Yeah, she killed it that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be dope. Why are you going to Atlanta, man? Why are you leaving us? <laughs> Talking about this girlfriend, you like I'm out of here. <laughs> you know, no, I've been. You know, we all have been in Charlotte our whole lives, and mm. um, I was gone for four years for school. And I'm leaving again for school, to be honest. But also, like, I sing, but I also act and model and stuff. And there's just... Say less. Yeah. (laughs) Like, especially after COVID, there's just not the same opportunity to do at least acting here. Also, our law school got shut down, so I couldn't stay if I tried. <laughs> Where'd you go, Charlotte School of Law? Yeah, so I that was Charlotte's law school. I didn't I didn't go there, but um, actually one of the attorneys that I worked with, she was in her last year, and she had to transfer to Tennessee um, and take the bar and come back. So, yeah, so I'm going down there. Um, my girlfriend lives down there. Got a lot of family and friends so there. So she's already there. Yeah. Oh, well, that yeah. helps. Yeah, she went to the same school that I'm going to. She got her MPH, and I'm getting my law degree. Or, um, But, yeah, you know, my family's here. My parents live here. Her family lives here. Mm. Half my friends are here. So I feel like I'm not really leaving. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you pulling up. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, it's a, I've made that drive 
to Atlanta so many times in the last like three years mm. um, and was always going down for shows and stuff. I feel like I'm about to just like reverse it and I'll be coming to Charlotte. I'm coming back to Charlotte for the Skinny J and Friends showcase. Yeah. I'm, I'm like moving all my stuff and two weeks later I'm coming back. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm excited to have like a reason to be in Charlotte, not just like going to work every day, living here. Like when I'm here, I want to be like in the creative space, in the right. networking space, Absolutely. like. Yeah really taking advantage of the scene work and yeah, that'll be a perfect um perfect um opportunity to uh, network and you know shout out to people like that like skinny has been doing this thing mm -hmm. um making these events um collabing with people in the city uh dup and swap um and it'd be dope to see you because this would be my first time seeing you live performing yeah. so the lineup is crazy you got a crazy lineup yeah a lot of dope artists yeah, I'm hoping it'll come together um, where, like, um, Little Slave and I, we were in the studio a few weeks ago working on something before we found out we were both in the showcase. So I was like, mm. you want to do our, you wanna do our song <laughs> at the thing? Like, mm. so yeah, I don't, no promises, but um, it's just nice. Like, there's so many people that I really like and respect, and to all be in the showcase together is mm. going to be fun, I feel like. Yeah, it's dope. It's refreshing. It's refreshing <laughs> that... Um, this new wave of, as, as I was saying, with, like, that whole area with Black Market and uh, Dub and Swap, mm -hmm. people like Skinny, um, other cats that I can't think of off the top of my head right now, <laughs> but are part of the whole, like, um, promotion and putting events together scene. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful to see, especially for the black community in, in areas where, you know, and, and I say this all the time, no disrespect to the venues like the Snugs and and like the Petras and stuff like that because they've had events for us but it's dope to go to a space that is us yeah sure. and, and and be able to support each other in that way yeah and so you know I'm, I'm proud of seeing that you know that that's something that wasn't in Charlotte 20 years ago yeah. 10 years ago you know the so. stuff that they're doing like damn it Wesley and King Carla like that they're doing with like the mint and like whatever other stuff like really yeah. getting into like the mainstream Charlotte press without like doing mainstream charlotte shit like mm. they're doing their own stuff it's black as hell it's like our stuff like it's just what we were doing anyway but now i feel like it's because of the success of it like they're talking about do rag fest on the Essence. six o'clock news my yeah. mom was like oh do rag fest did you go to that like things like that i feel like that's really just more opportunity for us as artists because like we're getting the chance to like you don't have to know somebody to know their music because you're like oh i went to the such and such with my family last weekend and they were having a music event and i started following these artists on spotify or whatever like that's what charlotte needs is to incorporate the community with like the art community mm. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, it's that perfect collab that's been missing, and and so it's refreshing to see. Shout out to them, like you said, um, Carla, and, and and shout out to Surf Surf Mitchell that's been doing this thing with couch surfing, that's that's making that go something like more national. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's beautiful to see, man. It's, it's it's dope. Shout out to what y'all do. I mean, because that's something that is um that is beautiful for the city as well, where you guys are growing together. And, you know, like, I feel like as me and you were just saying, you're doing this collab, this this combination at a perfect time, I feel. Like, time is everything because you're in your bag of not just um, collabing with these artists and what you're doing as a musician, 
Um, but you're in your bag at a perfect time where I feel like it's good for the city because it's just bubbling over. And so it's only a matter of time where I feel like you'll get the recognition that you deserve. And so uh, I appreciate y'all y'all coming on the um, podcast, meeting all y'all. It's been sure. dope chat. Thanks for um, If you guys can just give us all your socials, uh, what you guys are working on for this second half. I know you got Skinny J coming up. What else do you guys got going on for the second half of this year? Creating it. I'm, I'm in the dungeon making more music. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I'm um, just trying to tap in, maybe perform a little bit more. I got some, some new shit, so... Uh, just trying to stay tapped in and finish this for him. So you got a project uh, out right now though. They could go stream that. Mm, plug yeah, that. Plug. Like, yeah, plug. Yeah. I, I dropped the project um last last October called Rejuvenation in You. Mm. Um, so that's a that's an album. Um, that's still still bubbling a little bit. You know what I mean. So mess with me. Uh, you can follow me, Demar the MC, D A M A R T H E E M C E. The MC. Yeah, Demar the MC. Um, but yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm on, um, I think I'm on all socials as the Wesley Madison, T-H-E, Wesley Madison. And, um, <laughs> a little ASMR you did just A little, you know, just <laughs> 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 And um, I've got two singles out right now with this artist, Venice, V-N-I-S. Um, they're called City Lights and Sweet Escape. Um, so y'all can pump that. I'm working on wrapping up this project with this guy right here, um, my project and his. Um so yeah, stay tuned. Word. Word. So, uh, working on this compilation album. I don't know when it's coming out. <laughs> we, we getting there. We making some progress. It's gonna that's, be good. That's, that would be my when, next question. I'm like, when it's coming out? <laughs> hopefully, hopefully for I'm shooting for fourth quarter. Word, word. Sometime fourth quarter. Well, you gave us something to hold over. You know, yeah, I'll finish sure. the summer out. Then coming back in probably like two months what with one? another one. Which we not we can't spill Shit. the secrets. I mean, I can. Y'all, y'all want to know the future? Yeah. I actually do. Yes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Makeda, it's gonna be another one with Makeda Iroquois, um, Elevator J, and Westside Buzzing. I didn't even know that. This is exclusive. Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. go, crazy. About two months. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to to finesse the algorithm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I gotta keep coming back. I'm gonna I'm have another one before the album drops. That's so dope. That's doing. Yeah. Uh, other than that, me and Makeda, we 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 logging in for a whole project. Mm, yeah. Um, she told me. Yeah. She told me uh, last week, or when I had her, when we had Makeda last week. Yeah. She told me that she was doing a uh, comma. Uh, project with you no i think actually she said she was trying to get you to do a project with her <laughs> but it's it wasn't it wasn't set in stone yet but she said i'm trying to get jared to do this project with me. She probably just ain't want to say it. it's happening she probably just didn't want to say it like that like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're talking about retiring all the time. You got to lock him in. <laughs> the, the ones here's the thing. The ones that I've already said, like I, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Word. Other than that, I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> um, me and Jamonte working on something too. I don't. Even, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. Mm. Working on something too. That's mean, boy. That's mean. Uh, got some. Yeah, got some fine. Charlotte legends out there. Yeah. Jamonte. That and, and legends in the making with, with Makeda, with Wesley, with all y'all doing y'all thing, man. He y'all research get, all these people. He let me get on with Jamonte. It was great. <laughs> yeah, that was so crazy because she was just there. Jamonte, he was like, I got a hook. 
I, that was a song I played to. He was like, I got a hook. I can't but, sing. Yeah, he was like, I need a singer, but the same me. I need a singer. I'm like, yeah. she right here. Mm-hmm. Like, she right too. Like, That's awesome. That was That's the perfect example, being at the right place at the right time. Oh, yeah. Man. Linking up with the right people, staying out the way. My first song with Jamante was her first song. <laughs> That's what's up. For the next few months, I was like, you need me to come to the studio today? <laughs> what you, you doing got, over I there? I know you said you're just mixing something, but are you sure? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> never know who might come through. <laughs> That's that's something that I miss um, is the spontaneity of that, where it's just like, um, even if I wasn't doing anything in the studio, I miss that because of just like the stuff that can spawn, like people just popping up mm-hmm. and then and then watching stuff happen, you know. Some of these sessions have been pretty deep. Mm. Yeah. I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But get people your socials before we get out of here, um, man. Jay Lace on Instagram is J A Y L A C E underscore. Um, I don't know if everybody's still on Twitter, but it's Jerry Jamal. (laughs) (laughs) Word, word. So I appreciate y'all, man. This is As of Late. Thanks for listening to As of Late Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to As of Late Podcast on both of those. You can also listen to As of Late Podcast on Anchor.fm and Google Podcasts.